Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We are back, and we've got a fun show. I can't really say it's a fun show. Julie, I started out our podcast telling a little white lie. I need to take it back. So listen, guys, here's the fact. (laughs) Today's podcast is probably not a fun podcast. We're going to try to make it entertaining the best we can. But this is going to be about a topic, a subject that, frankly, nobody wants to talk about. That, frankly, if we we mention this, I'm wondering how many people are going to not listen for the rest of the show. So you know what? I'm not going to tell you what the topic is until Julie gets done acknowledging the folks that were kind enough to say some wonderful things on Facebook and about our book, Harris Rules. All right, I'll tell you. I can't, I can't hold back. So listen, guys, one of the things that nobody likes to talk about, but everybody has to do if you're going to make money in, in life in general is learn how to prospect. Now, the word prospect for every single person I've ever met, I've ever coached, we've ever presented in front in front of conjures up images of, I just don't even know what, but none of it's good. I have yet to talk with someone who sincerely, well, maybe two or three people, but they were probably on the um, personality chart a little bit on the loopy end, who sincerely like to prospect. Most people will avoid it. And let's, let's be completely honest. Most people, most of you will never do it. That's the truth. And that's the reason you guys are so attracted to the passive stuff. But what I'm here to tell you is that you're prospecting in many times, in many cases, where you don't even know it. You're not giving yourself credit for it. So even though you loathe prospecting, the idea of it, when somebody says prospecting, you get these horrible mental images of, you know, being locked into a room and chained to your desk and, you know, somebody not giving you any coffee. If you're, I don't know, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, all these silly movies that have been made over the years about people prospecting. Julie, what was that famous play? Norman something or another. Norman, uh, remember what I'm talking about? Death of a Salesman. Yeah. So yeah, right. I I think yeah. If you many of you were in, you know, maybe watched Death of a Salesman the movie, or maybe you were in, uh, you know, maybe you were played in the play when you were in high school. So you have just absolutely horrendous visions of what it means to prospect. But what I'm here to tell you is you're prospecting already, um, and you're not a giving yourself credit for it. But b if you were to start doing it more purposefully, intentfully, and int- with intent of generating business, and we're going to show you how to do that today, you would start generating a lot more business. So I'm going to start out by giving you guys something that's going to be, and Julie, please get ready to, you know, we have to share the love with everyone that's, you know, been so gratuitous with us on Facebook and on about our book and all that. So I'm going to start out with a a thought for all of you guys. This is something I've told this story before, but it's worth telling again. When um, I was selling, Julie and I were selling real estate in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, We had a market that we moved to, we started out by selling houses that were the average sale price, like 200 grand. And we decided that we wanted a new challenge. So we moved across town to this gorgeous area called New Albany Country Club. And we started selling real estate there. Um, so and it was interesting. Nara wrote an article about us when we changed markets. I think it was called changing markets because it's not something people normally do, but we did it. We liked the challenge and it worked. So it was probably 18 months into being in New Albany and we get a call from a, um, a doctor and he was a cardiologist. I remember this like it was yesterday. And the guy wanted us to help buy a property uh, for someone he knew. That was the that was the nature of a call. 
Now, like we advise all of you guys to do prior to going on the appointment, Julie and I got into property records and we found out that this guy owned, it's hard to say how many, because I don't remember, but it was literally hundreds of houses. And these weren't crap ball slum properties. These were really nice properties in really nice areas of town. And he owned hundreds of them. I'm not exaggerating listeners. So we're walking, or you know, I have to go to this guy's house and he's got this big mansion and this, the front door, I don't know if you've ever been to a house, a proper mansion <laughs> with a proper front door, but imagine a door that was probably 12 to 15 feet tall. It was ridiculous. I mean, I'm not the tallest person on the face of the planet, but when I went up next to this door, I believe the doorknob was like basically at my chest or my, you guys get the idea. It was ridiculous. So I get to this mansion, you know, I'm supposed to go talk with this guy and, you know, I'm just as nervous as nervous could be. I'm still relatively, you know, I've been in the business for a little while at this point, but nothing like this. So I knocked on the door, boom, boom, boom. And of course I'm left there standing on this, you know, marble you know, doorway and just the whole thing. I have very clear memories of this. So the door slowly opens and the other side of the door is a, could only, the guy was wearing all black and he could only be described as the butler. So the, the guy comes, he meets me at the door, very nice guy, leads me into this one of like three sitting rooms. <laughs> so it was just funny even to say. So one of three sitting rooms. And so I'm sitting and the furniture in the sitting room and that whole house was scaled to the house. So the ceilings were super tall. The doors, like I said, were super tall. The, everything was just ginormous. And so I'm in sitting in this chair, which is probably two and a half times to three times the size of a normal wing back chair. Again, an experience I'd never had before. So I'm sitting in this, or since, by the way. So I'm sitting in this obviously custom-made chair, you know, waiting for this guy to show up in this environment that I've never, you know, I certainly wasn't used to that. Julie and I come from very humble beginnings, to say the least. And in walks this um, this Indian guy. And he walk, he's a cardiologist, very, very, very sweet guy. He walks in, and I must have looked like I was panicking <laughs> because he did not take but maybe the 15, 20 seconds. And then he looked me in the eye and he starts, he started talking to me just normally. And, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have to bow or kiss or ring or anything. Just, you know, just, and he said to me, you know, you and I are in the same business. And I thought, well, yeah, you have a shit ton of rental properties. And I suppose he's referring to real estate. And so I, I kind of went down that path and he said, no, he said, you and I are in the sales business. And I said, uh, I knew he was a cardiologist. I'd, like I said, done my research prior to going out. And I, and I had a puzzled look on my face, I must have, because then he said, because I'm a cardiologist and as a doctor, as a cardiologist, it's my job to talk to people about their particular ailments and then to talk them into procedures, medical procedures. He said, so I have to sell them into doing procedures or they don't live. I thought, wow. That's fantastic because what he just, what he just told me was something that I had never really considered before because up to that point, listeners, I just like many of you had a misconception and I didn't even know it. Now, remember Julie and I sold over a hundred houses our first year. No one's ever done that before or since from what we were told. We broke all kinds of records. So it's not like we didn't, you know, we knew how to sell. That wasn't the issue, but we still had something in our heads that led us to believe that being a salesperson is something that, you know, it should be avoided at all costs or prospecting or you guys get the gist of it. I don't have to explain it. You all know what I'm talking about. So here is this, you know, who knows how rich doctor with hundreds of properties, obviously extremely successful, by the way, I, and maybe in another podcast, I'll tell you guys 
the story that happens that really make, oh, I'll give it just what the hell. The guy was a Raja from India. He was actually an Indian royal family member that had moved to the United States to learn how to become a, you know, a cardiologist and he stayed. So he had God knows how much money and just a really fascinating guy. And we formed a long-term relationship with him after that meeting and ended up doing a lot of transactions with him. Just really, really fantastic. One of those, you know, people that are really, uh, we only met him maybe two or three times, but every time we wanted to do something or he wanted to do something with us, we'd just get a call from somebody that worked for him and boom, it would be done. Just a wonderful relationship. Hopefully you guys fall, discover some of those as well. So anyway, you know, he said, I'm a salesperson just like you. I have to sell people into procedures. And when he said that, it immediately removed this massive dark cloud that I didn't even know existed in my head about being a salesperson. I mean, so look at Julie and I. My dad was a, I call him a pseudo academic, an academic of sorts. You know, Julie's parents are both teachers. Her dad's a physicist. Her mom was a, you know, Spanish teacher. And, you know, those types of people are the people that raised us. So we weren't, raised by people who are salespeople. We are raised by people that are the exact opposite of salespeople. So like you, we had a lot of misconceptions about what it meant to be a salesperson. And prospecting, like you, was something to be loath loathful of. Like, for example, when we sold 100 houses our first year, a lot of the business we get, went after was just like we asked, asked you guys to do, prospecting, physicals, and expireds, right? The people who have their hands up in their air are the ones that obviously want to do a deal. Why wouldn't you just focus on those people opposed to doing a bunch of other silly stuff trying to find people? You know, it's crazy when you think about it. Real estate's such an amazing business that you don't have to, you know, have to spend a nickel to find a motivated seller because there's a, like 20 different sources of really great seller leads of people that literally have to sell. So just learn how to work those folks. So, you know, we knew that we knew enough. We didn't get into the business with any money. We didn't get any business with any family connections. No, nothing. We just basically did the business like we're like we continued to do the business and it worked out incredibly well. And now we've coached, you know, I don't know hundreds of thousands, millions of agents do the same thing. Moral of the story is that when, I won't even say his name, Dr. P said that to me, that made it so that I felt free to finally become the best version of a salesperson that I could. I'd read the books before, but I always had, I always kept them mentally and emotionally at an arm's length distance. I didn't want to be a prospector. I didn't want to be you know, the guy who people thought of the, as wearing the white belt. And my wife certainly didn't. Julie's a classical musician. Musician, She's played in orchestras before. You talk about the polar opposite of someone that plays in an orchestra as being a salesperson. There couldn't be any more opposite. So when we gave ourselves permission to no longer carry around that burden of, uh, you know, concern about what, ignorant people, frankly, thought about being a salesperson, and we started to explore and allow ourselves to become really great salespeople, that's when we became free. We became free of that burden, but we also started to work on becoming financially free because we realized and we started quickly putting pieces together that if we want the life that we want, the experience, the experiences we want, to be rich where your money works for you, you no longer have to work for your money. If we want those things, before we could even put words to it, we knew we had to help a lot of people accomplish their goals. And then that effort that resulting in a positive you know, result for those folks would then result in us being able to accomplish our goals. And doing that every single day, doing it when we didn't want to do it, when we didn't want to do it at the highest level, doing it consistently for you know, now two decades, that's what's caused us and hopefully many of you either will be or are getting to the point where you can actually look back on your career and realize you've accomplished something. So it's fascinating to me when I see the reaction to people. 
or the reaction people have to word prospecting. There's a great book out there. Wish Julie and I had written it. You guys should get this book written by a guy named Jeb Blunt. We've had him on our podcast. He's friends of ours. Um, uh, so it's, uh, what is it, Julie? Um, fanatical prospecting. You guys have <laughs> to get that book. Fanatical prospecting. Yep. Jeb does a great jo- job of encapsulating sort of like how, you know, everything fits into it. Basically, he was talking about spokes without using the terminology in his book. You know, our analogy of basically spokes in the wheel. So you guys should definitely consider yourselves lucky to have that book available to you. And please seriously benefit from the story I just told you with regards to meeting that doctor that liberated me from the misconceptions that I had from our lower middle class and Julie's case, middle class upbringing about what it meant to be a salesperson. Because we thought, even though we were salespeople, you know, even though we did sell houses, we still had misconceptions. And when you guys look at business cards of agents, when they say things like home advisor, or they say things like, you know, whatever, everything other than salesperson, you can pretty much get a little window into their psychology about how effective they are as being a salesperson. A salesperson is just a problem solver. That's it. And so many books we read after that. And um, the conclusion was the most successful people, the richest people, certainly in the history of history have always been salespeople, not just in the traditional sense, like you guys are, frankly, like Julie and I, I mean, we're real estate coaches, but we're salespeople, right? So not in that sense, but every single person that's ever been successful at anything has to have been a great salesperson selling either their product or selling their ideas religious leaders, you know, we say this and it offends people, but it's still true. Jesus Christ was a salesperson. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? So Mother Teresa was a salesperson. The Pope is a salesperson. So you can go to the extremes of religion and people have issue with, you know, that as an example. But think about it. It's true. Because if Christ wasn't a great salesperson, do you think people would be celebrating a religion based on his teachings all these, you know, gazillions of years later? I don't. So when you look at the most successful people in the history of history, they've always been great salespeople. So if you want to be a great salesperson, or rather, if, it's that, if that's a little bit too intimidating for you, if you're not experiencing what you want to experience in this plant, the lifestyle you want for you and your family, if you're not experiencing the stuff you want, hey, guys, look, we're spiritual beings in a physical plane. We, might, you know, we need physical stuff. Might as well be the best stuff we can get, right? If you aren't experiencing all the riches that life has to offer, or if you're confused about whether you deserve it or not, feel the feeling of knowing that you, your highest and truest purpose is helping other people solve their problems, being of service to other people. And as a real estate professional, your way of doing that is to be the best real estate professional you can. That's being a really kick-ass salesperson. Julie? Yeah, well, and here's the moral of the story. Dr. P appreciated that and saw that. And I, I think if you were to take the whole scenario away and ask somebody if they thought somebody at his level with his, I mean, that was just one of many homes, right, um, would see it that way, right? And, and how many agents, to your point, with what we see on their cards, you know, um, real estate counselor or home advisor or whatever, how many agents are still under that misperception or misconception that it's somehow bad or to be hidden that you're a salesperson had you kept that light in the barrel you never would have had that meeting in the first place because he saw that and appreciated it so i think that was a pivotal a pivotal um, meeting and it certainly led to bigger and better things so it's all good Um, yeah and so here's my segue brandon jackson i wanted to give him a shout out he posted on facebook he is somebody who's demonstrating that he is okay being a salesperson he writes Sitting on 14 pendings right now, 11 of which are listings, 
doing what I don't want to do when I don't want to do it equals a new record for me. Can't thank Tim and Julie enough for pushing me every week to constantly seek my best. So nice job on that, Brandon. And uh, let's see, I also wanted to give a quick shout out to Stephen Myers, Tim, another of your uh, elite clients, I think, about his, yep. I think he had some crazy splat points in Orange Theory the other day. He posted about 53, something like that. Uh, so certainly, I think, probably doing what he didn't want to do when he didn't want to do it, but at a really kick-ass level. So nice job there. And then just one quick review over on Amazon. This is from... I believe he's one of our premier coaching members, Jason Garrison, was kind enough to post this. He lives in Birmingham, Alabama. He wrote, if you're reading this review, again, this is about the Harris Rules book that you can get on Amazon. If you're reading this review to decide if this book is for you or not, let me help you with your decision. Get it. In fact, get more than one copy and hand it out to your fellow agents like I did. When you give, you get. I can't stress to you enough, read this book, then read it again and read it one more time. If you're wondering what you need to do in and on your business, who to call, how to grow your business, how to get leads, free leads, how to get more listings, how do I run a profitable business, then this book is for you. Harris Rules will provide you all that and more. It's a practical, applicable, no BS, touchy-feely fluff book. It's about doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Read it and apply it. If you do, the sky's the limit. You're the only one holding you back. Get out of your own way. It's about instruction, action, and education. Earn while you learn. Thank you, Tim and Julie Harris, for all the great content you provide and for being real with us agents from Jason Garrison in Birmingham, Alabama. Back to you, Tim. Just had to share that. So, so two quick announcements. Uh, two quick announcements, and today we're going to be going through how to build your perfect prospect environment. And Julie, I think uh, we can post this on the website because tomorrow we're doing a show on the affiliate program. So if we don't get through your points today, let's make sure we just give them to them on the website. So guys, just go to timandjulieharris.com. And uh, you can download the notes from today's show. So a couple quick announcements. Number one, write this down. Uh, many of you need a free coaching call. I realize that. And we typically, when we announce the calls on Monday, we are availability. They're usually taken by the end of the day, Tuesday. So I'm telling you, if you want a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. When you have your free coaching call, the focus will be on helping you build your lead generation wheel. And just by requesting a free coaching call, we're going to give you six of our books. The one that I want you to start out with first is going to be the Real Estate Treasure Map, but also Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate is also fantastic. So anyway, you get those books for others as well. That's number uh, announcement number uno, free coaching calls for agents.com. Um, announcement number two is that tomorrow's show is going to be about the new Harris Affiliate Coaching Program. And I am checking, um, making see if I got a link for that. I think I do. So the new affiliate program is going to work like this. You are going to, um, again, details coming tomorrow. Yep, it's available. All right, so you guys can start checking out the program now. I just checked the link and it did work. I think it's called Harris. Okay, it's called HarrisCertifiedCoach.com. HarrisCertifiedCoach.com. So here's what we're going to be doing. We have... Um, and this is something that Julie and I have had on our list of things to do for probably about 18 months. We get a lot of folks that send us blind resumes. They just want to be coaches. And we want to help you guys become coaches by certifying you to become coaches. But we also then want to help you create your own coaching business. I know that sounds counterintuitive. Why would Tim and Julie want competition? Because you're not going to be a competition for us. You're going to be an affiliate of ours. So what we're going to do, again, more details coming tomorrow, is we're going to make it so that you literally can have your own coaching business. You will be a Harris certified coach, obviously a special logo and plaque and all the rest of it. And then we're going to show you, uh, starting tomorrow, exactly everything that you get as a Harris certified coach. The benefit to you 
is you will have the, I mean, you guys can start, some of you want to start your own coaching business. You want to jump in two feet. You want to start basically taking on personal clients. Others of you who are already doing uh, office events and things like that will show you how to monetize that by being a Harris certified coach. In other words, you can start making money. Um, again, the opportunity here is going to be for those of you who are already of the mindset to be a coach, which is a lot of you, and have the skill set or at least are willing to uh, learn and then have the skill set. So those two things together will make you a phenomenal coach. There really are a ton of agents out there that have a ton to offer. Uh, you know, Julie and I were talking about this yesterday. We originally got into coaching. This was way back in the early or late 90s, frankly, by accident. But the other reason was is because we felt like we were only using 20% of we had, what we had to offer to sell real estate. We felt like we were leaving a lot on the field. We felt like there was more that we could offer just professionally. And we didn't want to stay in the, in the real estate realm for decades in terms of basically just selling real estate. Nothing wrong with it, but we wanted a greater challenge. So that's the reason we started our own coaching business back in the late 90s. Um, and some of you feel the same way. And, you know, Julie and I at the time, we felt like maybe we were using only like 20% of what we had to offer. So 80% was just sort of going to waste. So those of you who feel similar to that, you probably want to consider becoming a certified coach. And this is something a lot of you guys can do in addition to selling real estate. This is something you can do. Some of you are looking for a way to transition out of selling real estate full-time. Some of you are looking for all kinds of different you know, versions of either of those two options. And we'll show you, a, a, again, tune in tomorrow and then probably on Thursday as well for follow-up. We're going to show you exactly what you get as a Harris certified coach. And I suspect this is going to be something that many of you will want to do. In the meantime, just go to HarrisCertifiedCoach.com, HarrisCertifiedCoach.com. Scroll to the bottom. Um, there's a long FAQ list. Uh, we will, we're adding to it, but you can get, at least you can get an idea of what the program is going to include. What we're, what we're modeling is the, um, oh, I always forget, Julie, what's the name of it? CrossFit. We're modeling the CrossFit gym model. I mean, that's essentially was an inspiration to me when I came up with this concept 18 months ago or whatever, is that I liked how CrossFit was allowing people, normal people to basically become CrossFit gym members without a ton of money or obligation. And I thought that was really cool. Kind of a, not a franchise, but kind of a new way of helping people get into business for themselves and providing just enough support structure that they can succeed. That's exciting to me. That's kind of like in line with what our vision is as far as being of service to other people. So check out harriscertifiedcoach.com and make sure you listen in tomorrow. All right, Julie, points. Yes. Okay. So we were talking about your perfect prospecting environment. Yes, we're just going to get clear and talk about prospecting. What does it look like now? And it's funny, when I reread my notes on this, it sounded like this. Do you have goat paths through mounds of flies? No, it actually says files, but my brain said flies. So kind of also makes the point. What does your office look like now? Do you have goat paths through mounds of files or flies, dated, outdated calendars, other shrapnel all over your office? You know who you are, listeners. Or do you have an environment conducive to your product? What's your pro product? Harris rules number four, straight out of the book. Profit is your product. So send us your before and after pictures when you listen to and execute upon these points. Remember, Proper previous planning prevents pitifully poor performance. Your environment does matter. Does it look like a place that's dollar productive? What does it look like? So what goes into this powerful prospecting environment? Number one, your goals are clearly posted on the wall. Maybe you use a dream board, but certainly the goals out of five area, for five areas of life defined by your real estate treasure map. 
If you don't have your realestatetreasuremap.com, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com and let us get that to you. Point number two, whiteboards, especially our premier coaching members, our elite coaching members, and our VIPs. You guys know exactly what we're talking about. Whiteboards being used as we prescribe tracking every aspect of your business. There are also examples of that in the Harris Rules book. So surround yourself with things that tell you what to do, the whiteboard uh, technique. I think we have a dedicated podcast about that somewhere as well. And then three, your phone setup. You've got to have a cordless phone and a cordless headset because you have more energy when you walk around, less energy when you sit still. And, you know, some of you guys, if you're being honest, try and make your lead follow-up and prospecting calls, and you're in your jammies. You're in this kind of not-all-that-productive environment. Get the right phone set up. Spend a tiny bit of money on that cordless headset. There's a little discussion on the Facebook page about what the best headset is right now. And then number four, scripts on the wall or in a dedicated script notebook. One of your common excuses, some of you, is, well, I don't use a script because I can't find them. Or I've got this great collection of scripts and I can't decide which one to use. Okay, so get your scripts organized. Either post them literally on the wall or get them into a notebook so that you will actually use them. That includes seller and buyer pre-qualification scripts. I'm going kind of fast because we're running out of time. Point number five, put a mirror in your office, okay? Across from your goals in five areas of life, get a mirror so you can see yourself smile so that you make yourself look like someone who on the other end of the phone would want to do business with you. And it's proven when you smile, you do talk, you speak with more inflection in your voice. You're more animated. You sound like somebody you'd want to do business with. Point number six, listing inventory whiteboard goal with blank spots for your future listings to be filled in. So let's say that the treasure map told you after you figured it out in the exercise that your magic number, the number of listings you have to have at all times in order to fuel, to meet or exceed your business goals, maybe your magic number is 10 active listings at all times and currently you've got four. You've got to have that white space of the next six staring you down every day because it makes it real easy for you to get on the phone and do what you're supposed to do. Point number seven, whether you use Mojo Dialer, that's mojocells.com with their auto dialer, or some other auto dialing system to make you more efficient, get that ready and invest in that. Even if you just use that to call your past clients, if you've got a database of 250 people, you load it, it'll dial until it gets somebody there. It's just an efficiency tool. Point number eight, Past client database ready and organized on one system. That by itself might be a big project for some of you. Refer to the Harris Rules book, How to Get That Done. And Premier Coaching Clients, we have a whole section that we work on on the website and on the coaching calls about that. And then point number nine is pretty easy. Have your MLS available, necessary to look up information while you're on the phone. Many of you have gone to either a split screen on your computer or two different computers, maybe a laptop and a desktop so that you don't have to skip a, you know, have to like follow up. Oh, I'll get back with you. I'll send you what I find. Have it at the ready. Stop wasting time with endless lead follow-up. Just look up what you need to look up. Maybe you're talking to an expired and you want to know something about the house. Look up the previous listing. Look up the tax records. Look up the, you know, the history, how many times it's expired, etc. So have your MLS ready. Point number 10, make it an environment that you want to be in motivational quotes, music you like, hand weights, stair stepper, whatever it takes to keep your energy and enthusiasm high. Have a powerful affirmation that works for you posted 
If you don't know one, I'm going to give you one right now. I'm a doer. I do things now. I get things done. Good luck procrastinating when that's on your wall. Point number 11, use a stand-up desk and remove all chairs from your environment. This increases your heartbeat, your energy, and your enthusiasm. Those are easy to find. I'm sure Amazon has them. There's lots of different versions, but a stand-up desk is going to do you a lot of good not lounging around and, you know, I just have this vision as soon as they sit down that they go to Facebook or something like that. Walk around, have a stand-up desk. Then here's the secret. The goal is to set appointments. When, whether it's lead follow-up or prospecting, not just to make contacts. Try the 15-minute power prospect concept. Jeb Blunt uh, talks about this in his book. It's bite-sized power prospecting with the intent of setting an appointment. Look at how your mindset changes when it's all about setting appointments and not just you know, making contacts or making my calls. It's setting appointments. It matters less the number of people you have to contact when you're setting qualified appointments. And I went through that super fast with a minute to spare. Back to you, Tim, and I've got to get to Premier. So the notes will be on timandjulieharris.com. Just go there if you, I know a lot of you guys use this for office training and whatnot. So just go there and grab the notes. Um, so back to the point I was making earlier, you're prospecting whether you know it or not. Some of you say, no, I'm not, Tim. I only work my centers of influence and past clients. Okay, well, when you drop those forget-me-not seeds off in April <laughs> or those pies off in October, that's prospecting. So sorry, but you are prospecting. You just are doing it less effectively than somebody who's actually picking up the phone and being direct about asking someone for business. So you are prospecting if you're getting any amount of any business whatsoever. Those of you who are buying leads, you're going to suffer more than you can possibly imagine in, in, because of the fact that the lead quality is going just absolutely to crap. I, there are probably, I don't even know how many uh, agents that we hear from on a regular basis who we're able to get by, do okay buying leads, and now they've realized the lead quality has gone to absolute shit from where they're you know, able to maybe put a few deals together for every 100 leads. Now they're not even getting that. They're being told it's their problem, but here I'm, I'm here to tell you guys the problem is, is the lead quality because the consumer behavior has changed because the people that go to Zillow, for example, know what the whole game is. They know the person who's saying featured agent or whatever is not the listing agent and they're not calling them. They're starting to realize that the old way of capturing leads off Zillow for, press, for buyer leads isn't working anymore. Now, Zillow is not the only one that's suffering from lead quality issues and so much so that there's litigation against move.com with realtor.com which Inman had on their website talking about the fact that there's you know folks that are saying the leads that they were buying through realtor.com were so bad they weren't even remotely real estate leads and yet they still had to pay them so guys listen don't there's an old chinese proverb said a smart man learns from his mistakes a brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others the the word has been out for now two three four years that the lead qualities the lead quality of the leads you guys are buying is getting worse and worse so what's next what are you going to do if you can't buy leads anymore, so that's the reason so many of you guys are gravitating towards other passive stuff, the postcards and all these other things. If you're going to experience the same thing. Same agents or other agents are going to start mailing to the same people. Oh, okay, hold on, Tim. We're going to start doing digital marketing. Same thing's going to happen. The only way you're really going to break free is if you just accept the fact that you have to learn how to be a salesperson. You have to learn how to uh, be a real professional, somebody that people want to be around, somebody that when you know you call somebody, it might just be your 
centers of influence past client. It could be a for sale by owner. It could be it just doesn't matter type lead. You know, any one of the many twenty what twenty six uh, sources of free seller leads that we give you. So you're going to call one of these and you're going to know what to say, how to say it. You're going to know how to answer their questions. You're going to feel totally and completely in, in control of the call. And every single day you wake up, your mission in life is going to be to go to your perfect prospecting environment. That's the point of today's uh, podcast. And you're going to put on your headset. You're going to do what's necessary to get your you know, mind in the right spot. And then every single day, you're going to set a pre-qualified listing appointment. Guys, this is not a fantasy. We have hundreds, maybe thousands of agents that do this every single day. Those are the, that's where you want to be. Why would you want to suffer through this huge learning curve of having to figure out branding, figuring out your logo, figuring out your this, your other thing, your fancy website, your lead capture this, your lead capture that, your Facebook ads. Why don't you just go and, you know, the visual you should have is you're in front of a big group of people and you ask all of them, those of you, 100 people, let's say, those of you who have houses that you absolutely positively must sell, please stand up. And you'll probably have 15 people stand up. The 15 of you that just stood up, please come to the front of the room. The rest of you, God bless you. Have a good day. Those people right there are your the people we ask you to call. Why would you waste time trying to communicate with the other 85 people? Why would you bother? Because you hopefully one day they might possibly call you. So you're going to keep on mailing them the same thing. So every time they get your mailer, they're going to say, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Why don't you just instead go after the person that has their hand in the air and just, you know, case that stood up and says, yes, I want your help. Why don't you just solicit that person? Makes sense, doesn't it? Common, kind of common sense type thing here, guys. But our industry is so addicted to the passive stuff. You guys need to break free. You, you need to realize that where you're going to go is either you're going to stay flat in the business, which is almost impossible. You're going to get out of the business or you're going to break through. As everybody else is gravitating towards the passive, if you do the exact opposite, that's where the opportunity is. If you don't believe me, guys, look at, listen to all the superstar interviews we do. Every one of them says the same thing. They all say, maybe we did the big team thing, or maybe we did the buying leads thing, or maybe we did this, the other thing. But what we're doing now is what you guys tell us to do, and it's working, because nobody else is doing it. When you get your real estate license nowadays, what does everyone tell you? Buy leads, join a team. You know, The whole industry is basically sick with that type of bad information. Well, doesn't it make sense that if you really want to be successful, you're going to go and listen to what the nation's most successful agents are actually doing, not what they're saying they're doing at these conferences? Or, you know, when you guys go to a conference and you see it sponsored by Zillow, for example, don't you think they're going to tell you to buy buyer leads? Don't you think that's the information they're going to give you? Get it? So listen, guys, we love being your coaches or your future coaches. Is there anything, if there is anything we could ever do for you, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Please ask us for help when you need it. Don't be ashamed that maybe you're a little confused or you need some direction. Or, and, and listen, if you've been trying to do something for a long period of time that's basically in the realm of passive lead generation and it's not working, it's never probably going to work. So why don't you give yourself permission, just basically leave it along the side of the road and, and essentially choose a different path that's going to get you to where you want to go. Doesn't that make sense? Quit going in the wrong direction. If you need us for anything, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.